Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this week's episode, the topic is going to be strategies for stress-free holiday, and we have Nakia Henderson, who is a stress coach a coach that comes to you and helps you create calm, whether in your personal life or your professional life. And of course, I will also be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for the week. And of course, my question for this week for all of you listening is, what do you do to relieve stress in your life? So please post via Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn And let me know. I would love to know. But according to some, this is a a fact, surviving the stresses of the holiday season and the holiday stress statistics show that up to 69% of people are stressed by the feeling of having a lack of time. 69% are stressed by perceiving a lack of money. And 51% are stressed out about the pressure to give or get gifts. And this is as of December 2018, which is why I asked Nakia and her name is Nakia. So I apologize to her for pronouncing her name several different ways during the interview. Recently launched her personal and professional development company, Henderson Combs, which stands for Career and Life Management Solution providing her a platform to coach, teach, and motivate clients to achieve their professional and personal goals. Her approach simultaneously focuses on helping clients bring more peace, balance, and calm in their lives. The combination of her expertise and style leads clients to experience greater career satisfaction, enhance work-life balance, improve leadership capabilities, and meaningful professional and personal growth. Nakia has a personal tragedy to triumph story, reinforcing that one's inner strength can be called upon to start living life more fully and in present. She is called to serve people who seek to live purposefully and passionate lives with joy, resilience, and just resort, excuse me, with joy, resilience, balance, and peace, just as she does every day and her speaking engagements have covered numerous topics such as discussing the importance of self-management and self-care to better management stress at work and at home for Blondell Reynolds Brown's Brown Bag Lunch Series for Women's Development Leadership Program, Black Girls Run Philly and Achieving Independence Center. Discussing the need to take care of our emotional and mental health It's all about you, Women's Leadership Conference, implementing self-care at home and in school for educators and caregivers to support children as a positive role model. That was the Global Leadership Academy and the importance of entrepreneurship at West Chester University. She currently serves on many community service organizations, executive board, leading efforts to improve the community as a whole in May 2016. Nakia was also honored as a leader in the physical, mental, and spiritual health community 
by the National uh, Panhandling Council. She continues to serve those who are the most vulnerable and inspires those who need it the most in the world. Her spirit and work champion the greatest good, the greater good. While Nakia enjoys helping and serving others, she is most happy in her role as mother to Jason Jr. and wife of Jason Sr. So now I'm going to share my interview with Nakia. Well, listeners, I am excited again because today we have a guest and she's going to share with us just how we can have some strategies in order to deal with stressful holidays because we've already got a lot going on in our lives. Then you add all the stuff going on with the holidays. It can be a little stressful. So we have Nikita Henderson, who is a coach who specializes in just creating calm in our life. And I'm going to, um, first of all, thank you, Nikita, for coming and joining us. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I, I'm greatly appreciative and also honored to be able to share some information to help individuals calm their, their holiday or calm that calm for themselves. So before we get into strategies, what made you decide to become a coach and focus on, you know, helping people manage stress and be more calm? Oh, thank you so much. So um, I became a certified executive life coach in 2015 after attending a um, Valley Burton coaching intensive workshop in Atlanta, Georgia. And I realized even before attending the actual coaching intensive program uh, that throughout my entire life, I've been naturally coaching either if it was clients or friends or family. And I felt like it was time for me to take the additional steps to become certified and also make sure I was using the skill set that was appropriate for coaching, uh, because I have a bachelor's of science in counseling education from Penn State University. And so I just wanted to be sure that I wasn't mixing the principles up in terms of how I offer coaching um, and also how I will offer counseling to clients in my previous life, right? And so I was working in the field of healthcare uh, with, with students at a university. And I would see oftentimes my graduate students were coming under a tremendous amount of stress. And in every position I had prior to that particular position, I worked with individuals or families who were supporting individuals who were dealing with very stressful times. And I I just thought that it was an important area for me to address because I also had some very difficult times that I had to kind of unpack and see, uh, you know, what strategies would work for me. And also if I would be able to use those same strategies I was using with clients to help coach me back to my calm. Um, so initially my, my coaching practice or my coaching ideas came from more of a, a standard way of just helping or listening to individuals to help them unpack their issues and get unstuck. And then I realized that there was a greater need for me to help individuals to find calm in their lives or find the joy and the peace and the happiness and be able to focus on that rather than looking at all these other um, extenuating circumstances and trying to, to gain traction in that area. I realized that you have to take care of yourself before gaining any traction in that area. And, and I was finding myself hitting brick walls with many of the clients when we tried to make some segue or progress um, and on their specific goals. Hmm, interesting. So with the holidays, you know, upon us, what are some things, and in, in, in you've noticed in clients and in others, what really cause us stress? 
Because sometimes I think people don't understand those triggers. I call them triggers, at least for my own self. Mm-hmm. I'll know certain things will call. But what are some of the things that you've seen um, working with clients? So, I mean, there are many things I've seen working with clients in terms of different areas that has caused increased stress around the holidays. But one in particular that stands out for me the most is burnout around overscheduling and increasing in uh, commitments for individuals, or if in fact it has something to do with changing dynamics for the family. And so I say that in regards to many families may have, or even if it's a single person, finding themselves picking up additional commitments over the holidays. And and they kind of trickle in. It's more or less like, oh, you know, you have one event to attend, perhaps if it's at church, right? It just seems like one event. But then you have another holiday party at work but you don't combine your schedules with looking at your church activities and your work activities and your typical sports. If you have kids who are involved in sports or extracurricular activities, now they have a holiday party or they have some holiday exchange or they have some additional commitment that now mixes up your your regular family dynamics and and shift things a bit. And children um, in particular crave and thrive in routine environments. And when that shift happens for families, it typically will tip the scale in terms of the increased stress, primarily for the primary caregiver. And this is really something that they should be watching out for. Um, Another area to think about when um, I've talked to some of my clients had to do with the fact that we um, have individuals who are facing seasonal affective disorder, and there's less daylight hours. So around the holiday time, typically some individuals experience this late October, early November, and individuals are not fully aware that there has been some shift in maybe their hormones or shift just overall in terms of their energy levels and have not prepared for that shift. It's not because they don't know it's coming. It's the preparation that really causes the increase in stress at that time. Um, Another area of stress for individuals that I've worked with have been the financial strain, Uh, much like the overcommitment for calendars have been, you know, again, you may have a partner or a a child or even yourself who have committed to individual, um, you know, financial commitments, whether it's it's an, an extra gift for a new family member, right? Well, last year you didn't have that new family member, whether it's by marriage or maybe a new baby, and now all of a sudden that budget, that that line item was not budgeted uh, for that particular family, and so all of a sudden you you have a fifty dollar expense that doesn't seem like at, that significant when you, but when you think about fifty dollars times maybe three or four different family members in a six week period for four different events, that can certainly add up and cause a significant amount of financial strain and stress. And so, oftentimes you have individuals who don't have anyone to talk to talk to about this particular financial stress because it's well it's the holidays we always spend money you know over consumption uh so uh oftentimes you have individuals who may not say anything and they're increasing uh, their their credit limits or put an additional cost uh to a line of credit and that's causing additional stress and anxiety around the fact that now i have an, another bill that i need to pay and i didn't plan for this um so th- those are some of the areas that i've seen with my clients, um, there are certainly others, but I, I know that these have been many of the areas, particularly with the women that I work with, and they're managing their families, and they're also trying to be active in the community or in their spiritual um, area of um, 
in, in the area that they're spiritually committed, they may have additional responsibilities there. So um, this adds a lot to not being able to manage that additional energy that is needed and also uh, the financial and calendar commitments for individuals who are in that space. And I'm glad you mentioned that calendar commitment because sometimes that, that causes stress in and of itself because you want to attend events, but you know, as a person, you may not be able to attend them all. But then if somebody says, well, you went to so-and-so's event and you didn't come to my event. So sometimes it's good to set some boundaries for yourself. And, you know, as I was sharing um, with um, someone is that my boundary had to be with the cookie baking part. It's the cookie baking and then the okay. third part. Because I, for the first year I went, I overdid it. I felt like because I was baking the cookies, Nikita, I had to eat the cookies too. And then I'm, you know, I have all the sugar in my body. Then I go to <laughs> the dessert party and then I'm consuming all of this. So what I had to do for myself is like, you know what? I enjoy the company at the dessert making party. So I will just, you know, make the desserts and maybe take a couple of bites of a cookie, but I'll reserve myself for the dessert party. So not to cause yeah. stress because it was like, you know, the sugar in and of itself, but also, oh my goodness, I've got to make this event and I've got, you know, and it's getting late. So you're right. Those calendar commitments can really just cause a whole lot of unwanted stress on us. Yeah. And, and I think the other piece to mention is, um, and, and I talked to many of my clients about this. I said, you know, it's important for you to not commit to something you can't be present. And so there's a difference between actually accepting the invitation and attending it versus being present. And so I oftentimes will ask the question, do you feel like you can be your very best self at this engagement? And if you can't, and you answer that question honestly, then you should probably decline invitation. So the way to do that oftentimes has to do with looking at what's on your calendar more frequently than you have before the holidays, because now we have all these additional commitments where some people looked at their schedule maybe once a week or maybe once a day, but now you probably have to do it a little bit more frequently to be able to manage that. Otherwise, then you live with the, the friend guilt or the family guilt of, oh, I didn't show up and I was at, you know, Aunt So-and-So's house last week and I should go to Aunt Rose's because she's older than Aunt So-and-So, you know, so that, that guilt of I need to be there. But if you're just going and you're attending an event, that's not going to be helpful for anyone that's involved. And certainly it's going to increase your stress because now you have to get uh, your, yourself together. Maybe if, if it's someone who has to get babysitting arrangements, or if you don't have children, which is fine, your children are grown, you're still trying to figure out what you're going to wear. There's some women who love to shop, but there's others who don't, you know? And so it's like, oh, I got to find something to wear. You know, I got to get my hair. And so then it costs you money to get yourself prepared. It could be for a gala, you know? So I really try to make sure that that's a principle that many of my clients find uh, follow so that they're not really feeling um, overwhelmed or stressed by having another commitment and that they have to go to because they agree to attend. So how can we manage our stress, not only through the holidays, but throughout the year? Because when you were talking, it reminded me of, because I would travel a lot. Like I would do the Christmas traveling, but I've realized after a couple of years, every time I did the Christmas traveling, I'd come home and I'd get a cold or I'd be so sick 
for a couple of days or even a week. So I realized I had to change. I had to maybe not travel Christmas, maybe do something closer to home. So not to have that, whatever that stress was going on in my body. Um, but mm -hmm. how can we manage it not only during the holidays, but also help us throughout the year as well? Well, I think that, um, again, just going back to being in more control over what, what we can do to manage our own personal stress, I believe has a lot to do with pre-planning, prevention, and just, you know, just being mindful, right? And so when you talk about the holidays or any in time beyond that, um, particularly for this season, I, I tell people all the time, you have to plan more than you've planned before in your life, just so that you can have a little bit more peace, a slice of the pie that's a calm for you. So you may need to sit down more frequently and review what works best for not only you as an individual, but for your family. And what I mean by that in terms of the family, it could be a children, it could be your partner, it could be that you are talking about having a conversation with your extended family if it's an individual who don't have you know, anyone outside of their uh, traditional family unit, but they're doing things with maybe it's a mother or their caregiver or a sibling and things of that nature. The best thing to do is sit down, start with a plan, have conversations rather than figuring out how you get out of some of the commitments that you've had on your plate, right? Um, it's better to sit there and be more preventative in that way. Um, an another thing uh, to ask for individuals who are doing this is does your system work like what are you thinking about when you sit down to plan is it because you have a paper calendar and that's always worked for you but you now know that you're on the go more frequently and oftentimes you have your paper calendar but you have notifications coming through your phone should you be using your paper calendar and your electric calendar should you use your electric calendar only during a specific time and give yourself more alerts or notifications should you only revert back to you know having someone who kind of reminds you at the beginning of the week if you have an assistant or if you don't have an assistant perhaps it's a a partner you know i'm i'm primarily responsible for the calendar in our home and i have our calendar set up whereas we have multiple calendars going at a time and i break it down according to how i spend my time i don't just have my calendar that says personal i make sure that it's personal community service time with my son because that's really important time with my husband family time financial calendar like all of this work together but during the holiday time i have to be very strategic and deliberate about the times that i review my calendar and make adjustments to it i'm flexible with it but i like to make sure that i make the commitments first and i would encourage anyone who's thinking about stress coming at that time to really be strategic about looking at your systems and whether they're working for electronic paper or if you need to maybe take back one because maybe the notifications are stressing you out you know so that's something else and and the other piece is, is buy-in you know if it's a family you got to make sure that everyone who's involved have bought into the schedule um one of the conversations that has happened early on in, in uh, my marriage is that you know, I would be very organized with our calendar, but my husband was not an electronic calendar person. So he would have things in his head and it would cause for us to have conversations around, oh, I didn't know we have to do this. I didn't know we have to, you know, take our kid here or, and not that he was not willing to do that. 
it just seems like it became more of a hassle because we had two different styles. So it's really important to make sure you have that family buy-in so that no one's resentful. And, and the reasons that's important in terms of stress is if you have two individuals that's coming together, and even though they initially, I mean, eventually agree to get in on board with taking an, your kid or family member or mother or father somewhere, um, someone is still upset. Their feelings may not be resolved around the fact that they weren't a part of the original discussion for the planning for that family. Um, so I think that that's something really important to think about when managing stress. So those are three pieces. Um, and I can stop here because there's a few more that I can go into, but those are essential and key in terms of making sure that you have an overall control of how you move, which, what does your day-to-day -day schedule look like? What does your weekend schedule look like? What does it look like for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve, which is all within 45 days? So that's a heavy time for people to feel like they're moving so much, but not necessarily having control over that movement. Hmm. Um, I like the way you said about the, the calendar you know, making sure that you merge everything on the calendar. Because like you said, some people had a professional calendar, had a personal calendar, but sometimes you have to merge it so you'll really know everything that's going on. And, you know, just how you and your family really communicate um, is key because when you've got all these different moving parts and one person that'll be on this side of the town, another person's on this side of the town, just kind of knowing all that helps it a lot easier just to manage not only your time, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and your relationships, like, so we know that what's really important and key in terms of stress around the holiday is family, right? So when you're spending time with your family, you want to be able to have meaningful time together. That time is, should not be just time that you're existing within the space. And if you don't have resolved um, resolution around issues as it relates to something as simple as, oh, I didn't know we had to go here today. I was really expecting to go home and relax. And guess what? That partner or even that kid may have needed that. But because it wasn't an early on discussion, now they're really upset about the fact that they didn't have that. They were robbed that time to recharge. And now for you as an individual, if you're the person that's in charge of that particular uh, event, you may think, well, this is really important. And it certainly was, but both were important to in each other. And that's why it's important to have that communication. Um, another uh, area to really focus on in terms of managing stress has a lot to do with self-care practices and just really thinking about like what your energy level tends to be around this time of year. And has it changed or shift from the summertime because you have more hours and also vitamin D. I know in uh, Pennsylvania, we have more, uh, you know, sun of, of compared to someone who's in Alaska, even though they have more daylight hours in the summertime, they don't have as many as we have in the summer. And so it's really important to realize how we have a shift in environment, uh, you know, the shift in the temperatures, you know, there are some people who like it colder and some people who like it warmer. And does that really change your overall outlook for the day-to-day, -day, you know, uh, things that you have to get done? Uh, so I can make a recommendation and say, hey, sure, you should try to get out and get some exercise because that would also help to minimize your stress. But if for, for an individual who don't really like to get outside because they're really cold all the time, that may not work for them. So just really being mindful about your own shift in terms of what's happening around this season will be very important in terms of managing some un, uh, stress that will come up for you and you're not really familiar with why you're feeling a little bit different than you have in the past. 
And if, in fact, that individual may be prolonging the decision to uh, take care of this, it can certainly lead to further stress and anxiety, which at that point is very difficult to recover. Um, so I think that that's uh, self-care practices and just drawing the boundaries, which you said earlier, Janet, in terms of what you can do and what you can't and being okay with that. Uh, I oftentimes will talk to my clients about giving themselves permission, right? Just saying it's okay that I'm unable, I'm not able to do this at this moment, or it's okay that I declined the invitation. I'm not going to sit with the fact that I have, I'm feeling a little guilty about that. I've, gave, I've given myself permission to kind of be here and, and allow for myself to recharge. Um, so around the holiday times, because you have increased in information for like whether it's, you know, multiple postings and things of that nature, I believe social media is great. I also believe that anything in excess can increase your stress levels, whether it's stories or consuming information that could be overload because you're getting multiple invitations. People see you're active. They, at this point, they have, they have access to you. And so sometimes it might be a good idea to figure out what's your GoTech free day. You know, can you put down your phone for a little bit for four hours? It doesn't have to be all day. It could be four-hour increments. It could be eight-hour increments, or it could be a full day, and, you're, and you feel, you know, release or the freedom from being able to answer to anyone and, and being able to just really be solely responsible for yourself. Um, that's another way that you can certainly manage distress as it's coming to you. And I typically will look at my calendar, and if I've had events that's been uh, multiple weekends in a row, I automatically will schedule me a day off. A, a weekend off because at that point I realized that my tank is getting really low. And so I oftentimes will talk to my clients and say, look at your pie chart, look at your month, and then decide one of the areas that you're actually, you know, you're, you're empty, getting to empty and when you need to schedule some time off of that. When do you need to say, okay, I, I can't do this. Even if you have the blank space on your calendar, blank space, white space is good. <laughs> it's very good. Um, so yeah. So those are multiple ways to manage stress. And um, I, I think that if, if many people just incorporate some of those, you know, scheduling, recharging, time off, exercising their self-care practices, getting family buy-in and looking at your calendar systems and seeing if that work. Those were before great places to start. There are several more that could help. But for the individuals who are listening today, uh, and certainly for my clients, I oftentimes will say, you know, we have. This, this big bowl of fruit, right? But you pick the one that you like, and then you're still going to be healthy. So we have four, four strategies I offer today, and I have more. But if you just pick a few, if you just start with simple sitting down with your family or sitting down with your calendar and planning out things a little bit more, and you don't get a chance to get to maybe exercising every day or, you know, throughout the week to increase your overall mood, you're still in a great place because you're making an attempt to decrease that stress level for you during the season. And Nikita, you said so many things. You said, of course, self-care. You know, I believe in that. And that that is key because like you said, you you may be going and going and going. And then you need a moment where you just need to rest and really recharge yourself. But I like what you said about the no, you know, posting, no tech day. And I think everybody needs that, you know, because I find over the holidays, I mean, everybody's so excited and they're constantly posting. And I'm thinking, why yes. are you posting on Christmas? Why? I mean, mm -hmm. you can post the day after Christmas. You know, yes. Post on Christmas. We can see those pictures on and on. So 
You're right. I like that idea of no post day. I love that idea of, you know, really self-care. And one of the things that I'm doing, you know, to be proactive is because it's getting cooler where we live. So I know that, you know, I love walking in the spring and summer, but now it's in the fall, but now it's getting a little cool. So what I've done is I'm like, okay, I've gotten all of my gear to keep me warm. I'm going to make sure I get Uh, some footwear. And so I can still, because as long as I'm warm, Nikita, I'm okay and I can walk. But once I feel a chill, then I'm ready to run in the house and run in the covers. But I'm knowing, and because I love that sun, even if it's I'm surrounded by snow, I still like to feel the sun on my face and my skin. So I love that incorporating self-care. Key. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've given us so many strategies. So how can people connect with you? All right, so uh, your listeners can connect with me. I'm currently on Instagram, uh, and I am known as the Calm Coach, C-A-L-M Coach. I know sometimes people will use C-O-M. I'm not like .com. I am calming individual lives. So if you see me on Instagram, I will help you to instantly calm your life. And you could also reach me by email at hendersoncoms, C-A-L-M-S, at gmail.com. And I'll also give you guys my my telephone number because uh, if you're listening today, uh, then I will offer a consultation, 15-minute consultation of free just to kind of figure out if there are some areas we can work together on. And so the number for that consultation would be 267-973-5549. And I look forward to speaking with any of you and, and working with you on how to find calm in your life. And of course, listeners, with all of my guests, I will have a direct link so you can connect with them um, via email or Instagram. So Nikita, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and just giving us some strategies on how to better manage stress, not only through the holidays, but throughout our life. Thank you. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Nakia and how are you going to incorporate some of the strategies that she shared in my conversation with her? I would love to hear from you. Of course, you know, there's a link on this show page where you can send me a direct message or you can post your comment right underneath where I post information about this show and you can share with me what strategies you're going to implement. So right now, I'm going to move into my Taylor Sit time with just a few strategies on how you can manage your time and yourself during this holiday season. You want to create, number one, a plan for all your tasks and your to-dos. Just create a plan on how you're going to get them done and when you're going to get them done. Um, From everything from shopping to baking to cleaning, etc. Number two, The next thing you do is you schedule dates and times when you can get them done so that you will not overwhelm yourself trying to do everything on the list in one day. Maybe you can get one thing done here, two things done on another day. Number three, and this is key, double the time you think it'll take to to get something done. If you think a quick trip to the store is only going to take you 10 minutes, double it to 20. You just never know. There may be traffic. There may be technical issues. There may be a long line because everybody is going to the store. Number four, don't try and do too much. Because sometimes we feel like we're super women and, of course, super men, and we can do everything. 
And really, we have our limits, especially if you're working full time, you're taking care of family, you may be going to school, you got to walk the dog. So take that into consideration. Number five, schedule and quiet and relaxation time. That is key because that gives you time to replenish and rejuvenate yourself so you can continue to do all those things on that to-do list. So I hope you find those strategies helpful. Now, of course, for those of you who it's, it's here, it is here. Thanksgiving is here. The holiday season is here and you may be feeling a little overwhelmed and you just want a community where you can go and say, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed. How can I get organized? Check out my Get My Life Totally Organized group on Facebook. It's private. So it's a community where you can feel safe sharing your frustrations, sharing what you need to get done. You People post videos, they post photos, they post questions, they post challenges. And they get responses directly from me on how they can get from the clutter to the calm, to the clear space. All you have to do is invest $1 for 30 days just to check it out. And if you like it, it's $7 a month investment to have access to an organizer who's been doing it for over 20 years. And there have been some monumental changes, monumental growth, monumental stuff gotten rid of in this group. So check it out. Go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com and click on the link for the Get My Life Totally Organized group. But maybe you're out there listening, Janet, I need some one-on-one attention. So there is a link on my website. You can go to the contact page or you can click the orange button and have a 15-minute strategy session with me where I can talk about your problem, provide you with a couple of solutions, and then you can see if this is something you want to do on a regular basis, at least until you get that pile or that project or that area organized. And again, just go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com. So those are just a couple of ways where you can feel more organized. And of course, we are getting into a new year. So it's something to think about for the new year as well. So now I just want to take a moment to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following me via social media. Thank you for your likes, your retweets, your sharing. Please continue to do so. And of course, check out my Pinterest board. Of course, check out All About Time. It's All About Time. It gives you strategies on time management. There's also a section on staying fit and healthy. Um, the organized bathroom, because you, you know, this is a time of year where you want to take the bubble baths all the time. You should be taking them regularly, but you want to take them a little bit more. And of course, so many other areas where you can find strategies and tips on how to be more organized. Well, today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. So I want you to think about decluttering your bathroom because, you know, we're talking about stress relief. We're talking about taking care of ourselves. And one of the ways I take care of myself is I pamper myself. And we pamper ourselves a lot of times in the bathroom. So think about clearing out that clutter so you can go in and you can have that spa-like feeling. My app suggestion for this week is Calm. That's right, Calm, C-A-L-M. It's an app where it provides you with things on how to manage and, 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 and just deal with your stress. My product suggestion is Key Clip. 
And the reason I chose this is because nothing more stressful than when you cannot find your keys in your pocketbook because it's at the bottom and you just don't know where it is. So key clip. My repurpose suggestion, because it's all about stress, is maybe finding things you can use in your home and in your life to repurpose in your garden. One of the things, I have lots of indoor plants. I have 19 right now. And that really helps me just really get all the stress out because I'm so focused and I just enjoy them. So check out my repurpose the garden. My book suggestion for this week is The Art of Simple Living, 100 Daily Practices from a Japanese Zen for a Lifetime of Calm and Joy. The Art of Simple Living, 100 Daily Practices from a Japanese Zen and for a Lifetime of Joy and Calm. My quote for the week is, take a deep breath. It is just as bad, you know, it's just a bad day, not a bad life. Again, take a deep breath. It's just a bad day, not a bad life. Well, I want to take this time to wish everybody listening a very happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your family and friends. And also take a little moment for yourself as well. Enjoy the season because this is the kickoff of the holiday season. So. Again, happy Thanksgiving. And of course, thank you for listening. And I am truly grateful for you because you allow me to do what I love to do, which is share ways people can organize their lives. So this Thanksgiving, I am grateful for you. So share the show with your family, friends, and on your social media network. And please visit me on my website at JanetMTillerton.com. Until next time. Have a clutter-free day, have an organized week, and have an enjoyable Thanksgiving. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.